Hey, it's time for another Geeks Pub. I am. Is it Geeks Pub this week? It is Geeks Pub this week. Yeah. <laughs> all the, I wasn't sure. All the weeks are blurring into each other. Mm. So um, a little different this week in that it's just you and I, no yeah. Donnie this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it, with everything else going on right now with my uh, technology setup, it was just, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do a show. You've, and, really, you've uh, really been up against it the last few weeks. Because you rewired everything um, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yep. yep. Yeah, the lightning strike. I remember I had to, uh, I blew my speakers and yeah. blew something else too. I can't remember what it was now. But either way, uh, this week, my iMac is performing a so, slow spiral death. Yeah. And that's not good. And so I'm attempting right now to back up that machine in anticipation of replacing it how old is your if, if this backup doesn't work how old is your most pre, most previous backup to that um well i pulled out my carbon copy cloner that i run weekly mm-hmm. and it looks like the last clean backup was a couple weeks ago right so you've always got uh, that if like you're airing out yeah, yeah i mean I, the worst case scenario is i lose some email yeah i'm not i'm not too worried my music collection is all on another external hard drive um, you know, it's little things that would just kind of irritate me to, to be missing. And the biggest drawback though, of getting a new machine is my Photoshop will stop working. Well, because it's, because it, it won't work on Catalina. Correct. Yeah. It's a 32 bit version. They don't have uh, the one I have, the version I have, I own, they don't have a newer version that will run on that machine. So effectively my old software will be gone forever. Yeah, that's the price of progress, I guess. But see, I don't think it really is all that good of progress. <laughs> this this machine is a, um, I believe it's a late 2012. Let me do this about this Mac. If it might take an hour for it to pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of sitting there thinking about that now. I'm not sure if it's the hard drive. Yeah. Or some other board. This is the problem is it's unless you can swap components out uh, and then run it again and see if it improves, you can't troubleshoot it. And of course, an iMac, you can't because you can't get it anything in there without taking the entire machine to pieces. Yeah. And this screen on this machine is held on with tape. The yeah. older ones were magnets, much yeah. easier to deal with. I've, I've changed the hard drive in one with the magnets and it was a bit scary because you had to kind of suction the glass off and then, yeah, uh, pull the the screen, unscrew the screen, and kind of pull it out um, to get at the motherboard. But at least it was doable. But with when once things start being taped and glued in there, then it becomes a lot harder. Well, the new machines don't have as many ports. I have to get an adapter connect my big monitor to it. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think the newer iMacs are a downgrade in many respects to the one that I have. Yeah. But I don't, here's my conundrum. If I'm going to replace it, I don't really need, I don't want to wait yeah. two weeks to get a new one. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck with what Best Buy has in stock right now because mm-hmm. they're the, pretty much the only place that are open. Yeah, because Apple are closed. Yep. And the one they have in stock is, uh, it's a one terabyte, which is fine. I can live with that. But it's a standard, you know, 5400 R. RPM hard drive, which sucks. And again, yeah. why the hell is Apple selling a machine like that in this day and age? I, I think you'd, you'd probably be hard pressed to find any computer on the market that's not that's not like a custom build that has that sort of drive in it at the moment, except for the iMac. It's just ridiculous. And you can't tell me that the SSDs cost the manufacturers more well, just put than a, a standard hard drive. Just There's put no a way. smaller one in. You know, I mean, well, people would rather no, have a 250. The, the point is, a conventional hard drive actually is more money to manufacture than an SSD. Yeah. It's a mechanical hard drive. Of yeah, course well, it's going to cost more. I mean, it could be that Apple's cut a deal, so they're getting them really, really cheap. But the point is, is it's a disservice to the customer. And Apple's always done this. They've always skimped on yep. um, upgradable components. But as I just said, the problem with the drive in the Mac, in the iMac, is that it's virtually impossible to replace it with something better. You know? Um, and here, here you are, yep. you're in a situation where you can't do a custom order. And not only that, iMac custom orders are notorious for taking weeks. 
for the build tool. Yeah, and that's the thing. If I go yeah. in and I build it the way I'd actually want a 21 inch iMac, it's not the price. It it kicks out the delivery date to like two weeks. I'm like, yeah, really? Exactly. And all I did was I gave it a one terabyte, was a one or two terabyte SSD. Eight gigs of RAM is fine for what I do on my machine. Yeah. It really is. So I didn't need that. Um, I think that's all I did was was bump up the hard drive. That, that's it. And all of a sudden the ship date went like 15 days, 20 days. That's exactly and it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. I know. And and this is a stupid thing. The reason they don't, you know, they don't sell hard drives on the laptops and the laptops are their biggest sellers. And the laptop performance is hugely helped by the fast SSDs they put in there. It's stupid. They should cut the hard drive on the iMac and they should be, even if it's only a 128 or a 256 gig SSD, that will be better for consumers than putting a one terabyte spinning drive in there. Yep. Or either that or, or have a, you know, a lot of, a lot of computers have this now. They have, um, like if you buy gaming laptops, for instance, they will often have a one terabyte spinning drive in, but right next to the drive, there's a door on the bottom of the computer. So you open it up and there's an, one of those tiny little M.2 SSD slots in there. So you can put an SSD in as well. And it's a five minute upgrade job. And so then you yep. choose what, what SSD you want. So why not have that slot somewhere on the iMac so you can add an SSD simply uh, and still retain the spinning hard drive that's buried in the guts of the machine? You know, they made it so this machine is virtually impossible to upgrade uh, oh, they're all by like that now. taping down, double-sided tape, the uh, the screen. And uh, and, they, and the new ones are like exactly like you just said. They're the same way. But it wasn't like this always. No. I think... I get making a phone a sealed device. That's virtually impossible to separate it. And I get it. It's a phone. Yeah. And they take a massive amounts of abuse. A desktop sits on your desktop. It doesn't yeah. need to be as thin as a piece of paper. Yeah. Even the um, laptops, you can kind of see what they, they, they're just making. Compro- a little bit more. Yeah. We might yep. not agree with the compromises they're making, but they're making compromises for a logical reason. They're optimizing weights. They're optimizing heat distribution. They're optimizing thickness, uh, keyboard travel. All of these things are things you can, you might agree with them, but you might say, well, I see why you did that. But the problem with an iMac is it, as you say, it's sat on your desk. It, nobody needs it to look like it's impossibly thin. So no, why not that's make all it Johnny Ives yeah, right there? Why that's not? why I was not upset when Johnny lives left Apple. Yeah. The only thing I'm upset about now is um, I don't know if there's anybody in charge of the iMac or the Mac line that's doing anything significant, but more importantly, reverting back to make them more user-friendly. Yeah. Between between the, all the bugs in the new Mac OS and all the complaints that I hear and the fact that we still can't upgrade these machines or service them is just a disservice. I mean... I, look, I own MyMac.com, and I'm sitting here thinking, should I just get it? A, a, for the same money I can spend for the iMac, I can get an extremely fast, easily customizable PC. Yeah. Yeah. And nowadays, you know? nowadays Windows 10, it has its problems, but you know what? It's a pretty solid OS. Um, it's much better than it used to be. Um, and at the same time, you can strongly argue that the Mac OSs have gone downhill in quality and features. You know, Catalina is I, a little I bit of a yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, you know, if I'm going to replace the machine and I need to replace it sooner rather than later, then I'm going to be stuck with a one terabyte standard hard drive. So if I want to wait, yeah. it's going to cost me more and it's going to take me a couple of weeks. Or I go, I bite the bullet, I go to Best Buy and get a two terabyte SSD for 250 bucks. Here, I'll, while we're talking, I'm just going to pull it up. Um, cause if I'm going to get one, I'm not going to get a cheapy junky one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So one I can pick up today at my best buy, uh, 500 gig isn't going to do it. I need at least one terabyte and if, but realistically I need more than that. I really need a two terabyte. Uh, they've got a one terabyte Samsung for 169. Another, a SanDisk one terabyte for 139. I think, I hate to say it, but I, I think I might trust the Samsung more. Yeah, they're pretty strong in the flash. And then if I jump up to the two terabyte, um, they got that 860 QVO two terabyte. That's a actually a really nice one. It's 249. 
But yeah, but the problem is that's two forty nine plus the time you spend ripping the iMac apart, replacing it, and then you might yeah, that's an hour right there. Yeah, and then you might find that the um, motherboard is the gone. motherboard is the problem, not the uh, not. Yeah, but I can use even if that's the worst case scenario. I can still use. I would just rip the iMac apart again, throw it in the garbage, pull the SSD out, and use it as an external drive for something else. Yeah. It's not like storage is going to go to waste if I get this SSD. Yeah, I mean, and the other, of course, the other thing of, of course, that the iMac, the iMac was last updated at the beginning of 2019, so it's probably due for a refresh this year. So, yep. if you buy a machine now, you might end up with a machine with without the components you want, uh, and then two months after you buy it, it's going to be replaced with something better. Who knows that may have some of these features we're looking for. Like I, I, I don't, stores. I don't play that. Yeah, I don't. It's not. Um, I don't play that game though. I sold Macs professionally at Mac Specialist yeah. for years. So the best Mac that you can get is the one that you can actually get. Well, that, you I, know. I had too many people coming in going, well, I was thinking about waiting for the next one. This machine's about dead, but I heard a rumor. Well, you I know, know. You know like, what? You need a computer, get a computer. I, I get exactly what you're saying, and I have done that myself. Um, you know, as I said, I bought a 2019 um, MacBook Pro 13 inch just before Christmas this year because my machine died and I needed a machine there and then. Um, sometime, some point in the next few months, they're probably going to upgrade that with the keyboard that doesn't break. But, you know, I took I took the choice. So I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, but I, th I think in your, your position, you've got to think, could you get by um, until you can get something you, you might want better? You know, you're, you're talking I'm to me now on, you're talking to me now on, on an old <laughs> MacBook Pro laptop, but could you manage on that for a few weeks while you got the machine you wanted? Um, no, not really. No. Yeah, this is an early 2008 17-inch MacBook Pro. It's got 2.6 gigahertz. Um, oh, what's the storage I put in there? Yeah, it's got a, <laughs> I've only got 6.48 gigabytes of free. It's 120 gigabyte right. SSD. I need to delete something here pretty well, quickly. Well, okay, so you could... I mean, you could very easily put a bigger SSD in that um, and then use that SSD elsewhere later on as well. My question to you is, is what it is, what is it you're doing that can't, not not might be done more slowly or more, or more difficult, but can't be done on that machine? Because I bet you all the podcast stuff you do, all the Photoshop Streaming stuff you do. Streaming all the content. Yeah. yeah it, it, a lot of it is a Plex server. Right. Okay. But I'm, I'm sure that machine could do Plex. You know, you might not be able Probably, to do Plex. I have to have a laptop sitting there open and running. Yeah, forever. well, yeah, well, I understand what you're saying, but you know, could you live like that for for some time until you get what you need? Yeah, maybe. That's that's the question, really, because I suspect if you go and get that machine from Best Buy, you might be itching to return it. You know. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't be happy with it long term. Yeah. But but then and that's that's I the other question as well, isn't the, it? Well, here, here's what my iMac is doing. It just constantly crashes. Um, I, I'll be watching something on, like yesterday, I watched a new show on Amazon called Upload, which is pretty good, actually. Yeah, I've heard about it. Um, and it kept stalling out, and it would give me a network error, like hey, it's just too slow. And then the whole machine pretty much locks up. Then I have to reboot. Yesterday morning, it took me 22 times to reboot the machine. Right. Uh, I couldn't get it to boot for crap. Yeah. Um, now, the only way I can get it to boot, if I hold down the option key, and that's it. And then it boots, and it says, your Mac shut down improperly last time, after about mm. three, four minutes. Uh, and I say, no, don't restore. And then it boots. But then I keep getting spinning beach balls. Yeah. So it, so it probably is the drive, but though it could be yeah. the could be the drive controller that's the problem the drive controller yeah. on the board yeah. i think it's the drive itself um but i don't know and, I, and i'm debating whether i want to risk spending 250 bucks to find out yeah but but as i was telling you i'm trying to back it up with time machine now i go up to the status of it and it says waiting to complete first backup well it's not doing anything it's not copying anything and i i get the i think that time machine's not going to do it there I, t I think time machine is fine when the machine's running normally but i think as soon as something stops working time machines just you know 
Time Machine is yeah. how old is Time Machine now? When did it come oh, out? Snow Leopard? Uh, yeah, something like that. It's I, pretty ancient. I think apart from adapting it to uh, use the new filing systems and stuff, I don't think they've done very much with Time Machine. And I, no. I think it's a very simplistic um, copy backup system. You know, I think it, it should be like a first line backup, but you probably need something else. Well, know? this machine is set up for, um, what do you call it? Uh, it, it has two hard drives in it. Right. Uh, what do you call that? Raid. Oh, it just raid. Mm. It just crashed out again. Yeah. No, not raid. No. Nope. Uh, fusion. Apple. Fusion drive. Fusion drive. Yeah, it's the whole screen, the background. It's like the finder just disappeared. See if it's run. If so it's, I don't know. If it configures a fusion drive, it could be one or other of the drives that's faulty. Exactly. Yeah. So if I spend two hundred fifty bucks and it's not that one, and it's I think, then it have for Fusion Drive, isn't it? Because uh, it's only like one point or two point two terabytes, so it's probably got. It doesn't have that little chip that you can put in there. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I thought something had. Anyway, no, I I, I kind of get where you're going. It's probably not worth trying to fiddle with that machine. You know, right. because it's not because you're working. It's not like you're if you were if you sat home kind of furloughed and had no time and plenty of time in your hands. It might be worth fiddling around with it, see what you can do with it. But you can't. You're not in that position. You're back at work tomorrow. So um, yeah, I'm standing up. That's why I sound a little different right now. Yeah. By the way, so I'm restarting it right now again. Yeah, she just rebooted. Let me hold on. Option key. I don't think it's a motherboard because if the motherboard's going. Usually it's just dead. Yeah. So, uh, or you might get. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you see that if the logic ball's going in the, and there's something going wrong in the graphics subsystems, or something like that, then you can get these intermittent faults because as the thing heats up, electricity starts flowing along across lines and stuff like that, and it starts misbehaving. Uh, at this time, you know what? Instead of saying no, I'm going to tell it to yeah, go ahead and restore the session. See if that does anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up. I see the dock, nothing on the desktop. Right. Blue screen. Menu finally popped up. And there's my icons on the desktop. Launching Plex, which, by the way, still works because we streamed a show yesterday to the TV on it. But it did crap out twice. So Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know. Is it, is it my hard drive? I, you know, I know it set up as a fusion drive, but I don't know how it was set up as a fusion drive. Where it's two physical hard drives, or one's a. I think one's an SSD and one's a, one's a regular hard drive, and then it uses caching to try and speed up the yeah. regular hard drive using the SSD. But I, I beyond, I don't know how it's physically configured. Whether that's attached to the drive or it's in a separate bay or. It's a separate. Bay, I know that. Right. So, I'm telling, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, if, I, if I were going in there to change it out, I would just take everything out and then just put a large SSD in there. I wouldn't bother with the fusion drive. Oh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah 100%. But, but yeah. then that, that's that why means, I said I wanted to turn my face. Yeah, but then I don't know how easy it is to then get the data off there. I mean, not ordinarily, what you do is you plug that, plug the drive the, that you think is failing into a USB connector connect it to the machine and then try and get data off it but i don't know whether you can do that with the fusion drive what do you plug in right, do you plug in know. the ssd and you plug in the regular drive and if you plug in the regular drive without the ssd does it even work yeah well yeah i mean the only thing i would try to go for honestly the only thing i care about is all my playlists and all my music and itunes if i could right. rescue that data i'd be happy but don't you have that on your clone from two weeks ago Maybe I don't know. Do I? Well, if you cloned, I the, so. if you cloned the entire machine two weeks ago, you shouldn't have all of that, right? But then I'm still stuck with. Well, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah you, maybe if that's the data you want to recover, then. Well, how do you? How do you? Know. Can you actually see in software exactly which hard drives you have installed on here? Uh, no. What you would do is you would mount your clone. 
to your no, no, no. I'm saying as it is right now. Right. You. Well, I know it's a fusion drive. So yeah. can I physically see which hard drives are on there? Uh, I don't know. I think the, I, the whole point about fusion drive is it doesn't show you the two drives. It shows you. Right. But there's yeah. got to be a way to see it. Well, there's um, maybe a utility or something that goes behind. See fusion drive. I want to go to a Ford dealership. <laughs> Mac. Fission. Yeah. How to fix a split fusion see. drive I'm seeing. Uh, if you see a drive label fusion drive, your fusion drive is working. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a fusion drive that's in split, you see two drives. That doesn't help me either. Uh, about fusion drive, storage options, how to partition it. I don't want to see that. How to set up, how to delete or split a max fusion drive. Well, that at least let me see how a fusion drive, blah, 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 disk utilities and fusion drives. Disk utilities does not entirely support Apple's core storage technology. Shocker. Why would it? It's their own software. You have to resort to the terminal. Uh, yeah. You can create or you can split one up too. Um, listing core storage components. That's what I want. storage hmm right apparently I'm so what I'm what I'm seeing here is is that if you wanted to read the hard drive or like on an external USB to pull data off it you would have to split the fusion drive you'd have to remove the fusion drive first so you'd have to effectively break it the fusion set and then it would let you read the data off the hard drive. So you're, you can't do that because your machine isn't working properly. So right. you're probably completely SOL in terms of actually plugging any of those drives in that, in that machine into an external USB and reading anything off them. So if yep. you can't back it up now, um, you're going to have to go to that backup from two weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I'm reading too. And this is the, this is the whole Fusion drive technology was one of the worst things Apple ever did. Yeah. They they had it they had that in hardware. Um Samsung and a few others had did these hybrid drives which kind of had the same technology. Uh they had an SSD kind of embedded in the drive and that was used as a cache. And that was okay, but it, you know, again you had the problem there that if it, if it broke there's nothing you basically it was a it was a data recovery service because there's nothing you're going to be able to do. And the difficulty is, and this is a problem you're facing as well, when that breaks, because it's caching data on the SSD, yeah, when you write stuff, there's no guarantee that it's being written properly. Right. You know, because presumably the SSD part is working fine, but when it's trying to put it actually onto the, onto the physical hard drive, it's struggling. So who the hell knows what's going on, going on in there? Because the whole thing is kind of um, virtualized away from you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a bad idea. Yeah, I, I get the idea initially was, hey, we're going to give everyone the the, um, the the storage, if you will, or the fastness of an SSD by putting, you know, the core components, the most access things on the SSD portion, but the rest of it is simply going to be uh, on a standard hard drive. So yeah. you can have both. It's going to be fast and you have all the storage. Well, it sounds great. No, nothing's using that hard drive. Knock it off. I'm unplugging all my drives right now. Hold on a second. What was that was? Turn that off. I mean, the good thing is all my important stuff, my pictures, my, uh, you know, my music, yeah. my videos, that's all on external storage, and all of those are backed up yeah. on a weekly basis. In fact, pretty much if I install new photos or music or anything like that, I, I almost immediately do a backup. Yeah. So those are all backed up. I'm not worried about actually losing data, except for probably some emails, which... Well, your emails should be up on the server somewhere as well. No, mine are pop for the MyMax. Oh, right. Okay. So I would lose some of that email, but there's nothing important that I would freak out about. Mm -hmm. Checking the uh, laptop to make sure that's still running. Yep, still recording. I assume you're recording both anyway. I'm recording, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to launch Terminal. 
Where the hell is my terminal? I moved my terminal. Why isn't it in my dock anymore? That's weird. I had it in my dock. It's just disappeared. All right, so terminal launch. And it still hasn't launched. It still hasn't launched. Let's try it again. Terminal. Because terminal is such a big, heavy program. No, there it goes. I think I just, I don't think I actually launched it the first yeah. time. And it's been bouncing and it just came up. All right, so uh, I want to look at the disk utilities. So I want to go, uh, oops. Keep talking because otherwise it's just. Just you clicking. Yes, I, I was just thinking that, thinking this isn't good good audio here we go <laughs> it's all in my control so uh yeah i all right disk one I'm yeah it's a 250 gigabyte ssd and the other one is a two terabyte right. this is exactly what i thought it was yeah apple fusion so i just hope by trying to break it you don't actually break it in, in that the thing just dies who knows? I mean, it could be that there's a bug in the Fusion software, and by breaking it, you've actually fixed the computer. Yeah. So if I if I do this, I need to remove move both those drives. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't see any other option. No. Uh... See, this is this, and this is something I found as I've gotten older. You end up in this position where, you know, the twenty or thirty year old me and you would relish the opportunity to spend some time troubleshooting this, swapping in parts, seeing what we do, get it fixed, and then feel satisfied with the job well done, yeah? The 50-year-old us, who, which is the people sat in front of these microphones today, just thinks, can I just spend some money and make this problem go away? Because <laughs> that's... that's yeah, I think I'm going to... See, what you could do is go out to Best Buy, buy the new iMac, use it for a couple of weeks while you order the iMac you really want from Apple and then return it. But that's not very nice. But people do that. No. No. No, I'm going to try something else here. Are you going to wave rubber chicken at it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Well, let, let's let's follow through the standing... The, the standard things you always used to get advice to do whenever you complain about this 12 years ago or so. First of all, this is like, you know, trying to, uh, what was it, what's it called now? A disrepair, um, uh, a repair permissions. You do repair permissions and you do a disrepair. Then you'd reset the NVRAM. Uh, and yeah, what I was, tried all that. What, what the VRAM, I, I would reboot and it wouldn't even run. Nothing would happen. Yeah. I tried to jump into Unix as I booted up. Yeah. But see, that's, I don't know if that's because of the keyboard. It's a PC keyboard that I've remapped mm. and it's not reading it. Yeah. I don't know. And by the way, I just uh, went to quick terminal and it's just spinning beach balls. Right. I think it's the hard drive. Yeah. I think the hard drive is toast. Because it's spinning hard drives. Well, at least. You know, Apple's learned their lesson is not sticking those in their new computers. Oh, wait a minute. Yep. You know what I just realized? What? I've got less than one terabyte of data total. And I'm backing up. I'm trying to use a one terabyte SSD. Well, Why don't I just pull this as my uh, um, time oh, machine? Yeah. So why don't I just pull that out of its enclosure, stick this in the iMac, yeah, boot it up, and see if I can format it and use that. See, you've just you've just lost twenty years of your of your life because you've now reverted to thirty year old you who wants to try and fix it yeah. using what's available. Oh, do you want to quit? Oh, it says it's running a. Oh, I guess it did take it. Oh. Uh, it's mounted with right access rerun. Oh, what, so is it broken the Fusion Drive? Mm-hmm. Interesting. No, I'm trying to run disk permissions. Right. It says it's mounted. Well, I know it's mounted. I thought that would still... Uh, yeah. 
the it problem, won't do. Yeah, the problem with these systems nowadays is there there's so many variables. You know, because sometimes you, you you were just saying you were pulling all the external drives. Because sometimes the problem with the external drive can make a computer behave like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can tell you're deep in thought now. You're you're working the problem. You're thinking, how can I'm I? I'm trying to do verify permissions and yeah. freeze the volume. So, it... yeah. but you're you doing... wouldn't think freezing the volume is an issue right now. You're doing the digital equivalent of. How can I get this triangular canister to connect up to this square hole using only the back of a flight manual and two rolls of duct tape? Yeah. It's basically the Apollo 13 problem. <laughs> Do not recognize uh, what? So what other computers you got there? You've got the you've got the MacBook Pro. The twelve what the you say it's twelve year old MacBook Pro? Yeah, well, eleven. Yeah. No, it's twelve. Yeah. Can you can Which, you get email no, on, on your arcade machines? Yeah, I probably can. <laughs> It'd take a little bit of hackery, but I don't want to mess those machines up. Yeah. Um, boy. So here's all the different commands. Activity unmount, eject mount. I don't care about Is it running APFS that machine? Yes. Oh, see, that's another. That's another level of difficulty. I'd, I, I've struggled to really conceptualize how IPFS works. But it's not as simple as it used to be. Oh, come on. Because it has these volumes and kind of virtual things. And I don't really understand how it reads and writes the drive in the way that I understood how HFS did, which was very straightforward. But APFS seems to do something weird and different. So uh, I don't even know if you pulled an APFS drive out of a machine and then stuck it in another machine, whether it would even boot from it without you doing some configuration first. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, that's the point. I don't know. It used to be you kind of knew all this stuff because you picked it's it up. Simple. Now it's too complicated to actually pick it up unless you sit through, you know, two weeks of WWDC sessions. Well, I'm so out of practice. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the other thing. Let's see, that's the downside of the, uh, as you get older, saying, I don't want to fiddle with this. I just want to um, throw money at it to make it go away. Still got your iPad, though. Yeah, that thing's working. I just bought Julie a new iPad. Yeah? Which yeah, one? she, uh, uh, just the newest one. Yeah. Not the Pro. She no, the just Pro. the base one. I, I that's, yeah. that's the one I have. She, um, you know, does all that design space stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, the software that she's using, she's using on this little mini PC that she's been using for a few years, which is fine. And she doesn't actually want a new computer. So yeah. good. Because um, I've got a, a large desktop PC sitting here that I was going to, two years ago, use as a, a virtual machine to run all kinds of arcades and all stuff like that. Right. I want dedicated hardware instead because, yeah. Um, the problem, though, at least with with Julie, is that the software that she wants to use um, isn't working on her iPhone, right? Um, and it can't run on an Android. It used to be able to, because I was gonna. I broke out an old Android phone because mm -hmm. she just run on that, but it yeah, does it lists it, but it does. It's not in the Play Store anymore, right? And no one seems to know why. But I know that it's on the iPad and it works extremely well. And a lot of her, the people in her groups that she does this stuff with, they use it all the time. So I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. So my older iPads, none of it would run it. She needs a new one. The newest one's mine. She's not having that one. <laughs> so I just went and bought her a new one. That's 350 bucks. Yeah, it is, it is extremely cheap nowadays. I'm yeah, very... I, for, for what that machine is, man. Yeah. That's us. And I've had mine in dark mode for so long that... Hers about blinded me. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'd say I switched from a, a 12.9 Pro to the uh, current basic iPad. Um, and the only time I've, yeah, look, I, I was doing something a couple of days. Oh, that's right. I was, I'd um, taken a whole lot of photos. So I'm trying to catch up on my eBay selling. Uh, and I went through to edit those, you know, kind of crop them and that sort of thing. And I noticed the first couple of photos, uh, the first time I went into the photos app, it took longer to load up and present me the first photo than I was used to. 
Um, yeah. And that was the only time I thought to myself, oh, well, I've, I'm noticing the difference between the Pro and the regular one. But for everything else, um, it it just does everything. You know, I think this is the, the challenge that Apple faces because they, the Pros are, are well over double the price of this. And, um, yeah. you know, you, you know empirically that they have much faster processes in, but with the software that's on there, it's difficult to tell unless you do a side-by-side, you know? Yeah. Very my f- iPad, I think mine's a pro, isn't it? How do you even tell which iPad you got anymore? You go to settings, general, about. All right, so settings, to... general, about. And then mine it says model is, name. It, well, it also says model name, yeah. iPad Pro 10.5 inch. Right, okay. So, so this yeah. is it's a good one. I think it's like two years old now. Uh, a bit more but, than that, I think. Maybe three, is it? three and a half years, something like that. Yeah. But it's so fast, it does everything I need. I, yeah. yeah. I have no intentions. Although, when I was looking at buying her one, I'll be honest, the first thing I did was look at the new iPad Pros and thought, oh, maybe I'll just get one of these and I'll give her this yeah. one. But there's so I'm much like, money. No. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I was looking at the money, I'm like, I'm going to spend at least twice as much. Why am I going to do that? Uh, and, also, uh, and what's the benefit to me to spend that much money to get the new iPad that's the, Pro? That's, that's the thing. I think with the Pro, you really need to have a reason to have a Pro, you know, to be. And doing... I don't need the 12 inch or whatever yeah. the hell it is. It's too big yeah. for what I use it for. It's too big. Mm-hmm. The thing's gonna break my nose if I fall asleep reading on it at, yeah. in bed. Yep. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, no, you definitely. So that's had... the adventures of my iMac right now. Well, it's a good thing you didn't buy that iPad Pro because now you can use that money towards a new iMac because the the new Pro would have been two thirds of what you're going to spend on the iMac. Well, I think I'm going to. Um, uh, it's time machine is backing up now. I'm getting spinning beach balls in the menu. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the hard drive. What I would do with that, to be honest, is I would. I would set up an external drive uh, with OS X, Mac OS, whatever they call it now, boot off that, and then run Carbon Copy Cloner from there so that you're not using the drive you're trying to copy. Well, how am I going to get a copy of Mac OS now? Well, you download, you, da- you download it and install it to that external drive. Download. Yeah, there's a... If you, you, can, either, you can either pull it manually... And then there's a terminal command you can use. You'd have to do this on the MacBook Pro. You won't want to do it on the ill machine. Right, because it's going to crap out. So you download whatever But I don't have space on the hard drive. No, but that's fine, because what you do is you plug your external drive into the... uh, Oh, right, okay. So you plug two external drives into the MacBook Pro. (laughs) That'd be difficult. Right, you plug two yeah, external drives. You bit. download whatever, what 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 OS what uh, Mac OS is on the iMac. Well, that's what I was going to tell you, but as soon as I went up to my menu bar, yeah. it froze up on me. Right, oh, well, whatever it is, froze. No, it still froze. Yeah, whatever it is, you can download. The thing is, I'll, I'll click something and nothing will happen, and then yeah. about a minute later, yeah. it'll do whatever I did. So you that's think, usually a hard yeah. drive. To be honest with you, it doesn't with common copy It doesn't really matter what copy of Mac OS you run. Right, so download a copy of Mac OS. Right, there is a terminal command you can you can put into it that will that will basically create a bootable volume on an external drive. Yeah. And then what you do is you then use that external drive to boot up the iMac and run carbon copy cloner. So you can clone off the iMac without actually trying to run OS ten off the drive you're trying to copy, which is broken. No, but that's not gonna work either because if it's a physical hard drive problem, which is what I think it is Otherwise, I could just nuke and pave this thing. Well, there is that. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah. And then boot up. Um, but my fear is, I don't think I've got a Mac keyboard anywhere around here. If I do, I have no idea where it is. Well, if you buy a new iMac, you'll get a free one. Yeah. Wireless, <laughs> stupid thing. Uh, I can't. I don't like wireless keyboards. No. no. Um, I, so, I'm, I'm sorry, how can you be the owner of the Mac <laughs> site and not have a Mac keyboard anywhere in the house. Uh, because they've all sucked for years. Yeah. And the last new machine I bought was this one. Yeah. What happened to keyboard for that? Oh, I don't know. I'll probably use it as a window opener. Probably open a window at some I, point. To be honest, I don't think you need a Mac keyboard. 
as long as I you have a, so either, as but... long as you have a USB keyboard of some type plugged in, it will work. Well, if I nuke the hard drive, I would want to boot it up into the cloud afterward, yeah. and then install the Mac that way on top of that hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. But that's only going to help if the problem is I have a corrupt Mac OS. Yes. But how do you tell if the Mac OS is corrupt or it's a physical problem with the hard drive? Well, if the if the Mac OS is corrupt, it's probably because of a physical problem in the hard drive. You've got to change the drive no matter what. First thing you've got to do is change the drive. Right. Yep. I, and that's a better choice. That way I still have my data on the original hard drive. And if that yeah. hard drive is good, I might be able to pull some information from yeah. it. Yeah, and even if it's not, I think I think the thing is if the drive is struggling to read and write... Yeah, doing a straight copy off it when it's not running the OS is going to be a lot less stressful on that drive than actually trying to copy it while it's running the OS. Because the OS is doing right. stuff all the time. So if you but if you get a working machine problem, and you plug I that... Tried to boot, I tried to boot this up through the cloud once already, and the keyboard commands didn't do anything. It didn't boot. Mm. I, I could try it right now. What is the keyboard? It's a Mac... Cloud boot. It is. It's an Apple a Command I, I think. That starts uh, key combinations. I know it's a key combination. That's what I'm trying yeah, to figure Yeah, no, out. and I'm just looking what they are. Uh, uh, Net boot server. Cool. Oh, it's, it's Command R for Mac OS recovery. Command R. Or Option Command R or Shift Option Command R to start off from OS recovery for the internet. What is it? Option Command R or Shift Option Command R. Oh, so it's either one of those? It says either, this is a, an Apple document, but it doesn't tell you which one it is. It's one of those two. I'm going to try it right now. But then you've got to figure out on your PC keyboard what, what, what is command and what is option. Well, that I think I know. I'm trying to shift one first. Let's see if it will boot from the cloud. I got the Apple logo. See, if I got the Apple logo this quickly, it's not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Hang on a minute. It says um, if a key combination does not work, wait a few seconds before pressing the keys to give your Mac more time to recognize the keyboard as it starts up. Some keyboards have a light that flashes briefly at startup. Well, it just booted again, so that didn't work. It's not just Command R. Uh, no, it's definitely Option Command R or Shift Option Command R. Command R just gets you into the built-in like recovery partition on the drive. So she's booted. She's not going to the desktop yet. Spinning beach ball. I do have a dock. Yeah. So it, it talks about maybe holding the keys as you press the power button. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Problem is, where the iMac is, I got to reach way over there, and yeah, yeah, it's a spinning beach ball. Yeah, just shut down manually. This is normally the time when you start feeling, maybe if I get a hammer and pound on it, it might no, not fix it. It might not fix it, but it make you feel better. This is when I think I'm going to drive to zoo and just pick up that iMac that I'm yeah, not going to be happy with. That's right. That's the 50-year-old speaking there. I've got to be honest. If it was like I was in your position, I would not be thrilled about the idea of pulling the machine apart to change out the drive and then finding it doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Yeah. At which point the whole iMac goes in the dumpster. Mm, sell it for parts. Probably worth worth it for parts, even if it's not working. Probably get a couple hundred dollars okay. for it at least. I'm doing the command R or the command option R this time. Yeah. I don't think it's doing anything different. I, I did. No. The question, of course, is that did that 2012, you say it was 2012 iMac? Yeah. Yep. Did they have internet recovery back then? 
Yeah, I actually have booted it that way before. Oh, okay. I had an issue a couple years ago, and I booted up from the cloud and uh, ran disk utilities, and I forget what was wrong with it, but I fixed it fine. Right, because I'm pretty sure that once I spent about 45, 50 minutes trying to get a Mac into internet recovery mode and then realized after that that it didn't support internet recovery because it was too old. Oh, wow, you should see what it's doing now. (laughs) Has it gone hyperdelic? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, my spinning beach ball is like four different colors now. Predominantly orange and a little bit of blue in there that suggests logic problems rather than drive problems yeah yep it could be time to call it and say this iMac is dead so then it really comes down to am I comfortable getting the iMac that with the hard drive in it that I don't like knowing that I got an adventure in front of me hmm Because if that's the case, I would probably buy the iMac yeah. that they have and immediately swap an SSD in it. But is that going to null and void my Apple Care warranty? Probably. Uh, virtually, virtually certainly. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much guarantee that. Oh, they just went oh, to blue screen. I mean, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Would it be possible for you to ask the Best Buy Geek Squad to change the drive for you? Uh, I don't think they do that right now during no. the whole lockdown. Mm-mm. Oh no, it's not just curbside pickup, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe they Otherwise, don't I'll just go to the Apple store and get the one that I actually would prefer. Well, they won't they won't Probably have the have one they won't have the one you prefer in stock. They'll only have the standard ones anyway, even if they were open. Oh really? So yeah. Assholes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why it takes so long for these build to orders. Because well, most most people ship from China. Yeah, but most people just go into the store and buy what they have, and because unfortunately Apple is look they they even took the computer out of their name. They're a consumer company now, and most consumers yeah. just go just go, give me the model for this price, yeah, and they're not interested in how it performs or the specs or anything like that because that's not the way the computer market works anymore. Guys like us who worry about specifications and performance and things like that are. A rarity, and even you and I don't care that much. You know, the guys you find on Reddit who uh, <laughs> they always make me laugh, right? They'll buy a new, they'll buy a brand new MacBook Pro, and the first thing they'll do is they'll install all these stat utilities so they can see how hot the processor is running, and and then they'll they'll, go, they'll start going, hmm, well the processor is running at fifty seven degrees when I do this. I'm worried that's going to compromise the life of my Mac. What can I do to reduce this? And, and then there'll be a whole lot of people with all sorts of... I've even seen people with... They'll go out and buy a Surface Pro, which is the tablet thing with the, the kickstand, the keyboard, yeah. And then they'll game on it. And it's because it th- thermally throttles when they game on it, they'll put a great big desk fan behind it, blowing over the back of it to try and reduce the heat. And <laughs> you just look at it and you think... You just, yeah, why? You know, why? Why did you buy that if that's what you're going to do with it? Okay, so now my Mac's booted again, by the way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has the colors gone away? Yeah, it's I'm right to my desktop now. Right. And that's what makes me suggest that it might be the hard drive because yeah. it's working through the problem. Yeah. But is it software or is it a physical hard drive problem? It's, it's bound to be a physical hard drive problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is the software because the software is screwed because it can't access, read, and write things it wants to write to on the drive, but it's because right. the drive is knackered. Right. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to go see if Brooke has a guitar pick because that's one of the best tools to peel the tape off. Yeah. I'm going to pull it apart. I'm going to yank both drives, put this SSD in it, and see if I can net boot it and install an OS from it. Right. If I can get it to netboot, I don't know why I can't get it to netboot. I don't know either. But uh, what could I suggest? Uh, have a look online and make sure that the keys you think represent the Mac keys when you're booting up like that actually are the keys that you think they are. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. There's... yeah. Um, and try a different yeah. keyboard if you have one. Well, that's the other option too. 
I'm wondering if Brooke has a, a an iMac keyboard on her. I think I don't think she does. No, she's got that one that's all RGB and flashes and lights up. Well, try it anyway. She got a Mac stock two years ago. Yeah, I like those. I have one of those at work. Yeah, there. It's annoying to me. It makes um, a clicky clicky noise. Uh, hers does a little bit. Yeah. I've got to have a Mac keyboard somewhere around here, though. Uh, well, I'd be highly surprised if you don't. But the nature of these things always is that you know you have one somewhere, and yet actually putting your hands on it when you need it is a very difficult thing. Yeah, that's the problem. So what's going on with you? Um, I'm getting quite busy again. I'm, I've started working for the home office again this week. Uh, you remember I was traveling down to London about three years ago all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm obviously without the travel, given current situations, but I'm working on back on that project. And um, I am uh, trying to sort out some stuff for eBay. So I basically took a whole load of photos last night, trying to get rid of a lot of the garbage I have lying around. There's keyboards and bits and pieces. Somebody gave me a an old MacBook, a 2009 kind of, um, you know, the polycarbonate MacBooks. It's like mm -hmm. the... It's like the um, it's like the unibody, but it was made of plastic rather than... Uh, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what yeah. So it was the last MacBook they made before they killed the line and then uh, went to that 12-inch thing later on. So, uh, I mean, you know what? You find those things up and you look at it and you go, this is actually still a pretty solid machine. It has an SSD in it, so um, it's still fast. Uh, so I've got that up for sale on um, at the moment on eBay. Um, I'm going to sell that. I mentioned that Microsoft Surface laptop that I couldn't game on, so I'm selling that because I'm going to buy a, an older gaming PC. So uh, that's going to go up today. Um, so just trying to get rid of some of the garbage in the house while while I'm at home. Um, yeah. And uh, always fun. I'm, I'm barely scratching the surface, but you know. And that's that's pretty much it, really. You know, there's not an awful lot else going on. It's just a daily grind getting through the lockdown. We look yeah. like look like we're stuck here for probably at least another three four weeks before they start lifting it here. Yeah, that's what Michigan looks like as well. So, uh, yeah, just trying to... We have a lot of protesters here in Michigan. I saw. I saw. Um, you know. I, look. You can't tell me what to do with my body. All of a sudden, Republicans became pro-choice. Weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you can't, you can't um, block the rights to do with my body what I want, except for when I decide you can. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, and, look, then, and the other one I liked is... Uh, same people pointing to uh, illegal Mexicans coming in. You have to obey the law and the rules. Yeah. And then the next one is black it's... people being shot. Well, you should have obeyed the rules and the law and then them protesting. Um, and it's always fat guys at the state capitol with their guns. That's right, yeah. It's always uh, the same group. the it? laws and the, and, the, and the rule of law. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because you, you can't go to your favorite restaurant. <laughs> This is... Well, correct. I, 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 you know, there was somebody posted that photo of a bunch of the Michigan militia guys, and they're all sitting there decked out in their tactical gear. They're all overweight. You go punch them in the face, they would cry. They're not. Yeah. They're a bunch of pusses. Yeah. Um. But um. I and I and my comment on that was, imagine that was a bunch of black guys dressed and carrying guns just like that. Yeah. Protesting the Flint water poisoning, they'd all been shot. <laughs> now, absolutely, yeah, the police would have moved in. The hypocrisy is just appalling. Yeah, racism isn't real anymore. Really, really, yeah. But, as long as, you know, as long as I've got my white privilege, then there isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what's the problem? I have a right to protest, and the black people do it, and all of a sudden they're all up and and if they showed up with guns like that, oh my god, yeah, wearing masks. Yeah. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? It it have been they get the national they guard out. Shot dead by the national guard. Yeah, there'd have been <laughs> tanks rolling out. Yeah. This is it. This is it. But you know, I I, under, I don't understand why people think that anything to do with the economy is uh is is worth people dying over. Well, because people are brainwashed. Yeah. They think that what makes America great in their mind. Well, here, this is what they bought into. A lot of people, you go to work and, and you be a man and you take care of your family and it's up to you. It, you know, you stand on your own two legs. You don't, you don't take handouts. Um, 
the stupidity of that, of course, is okay. Then when your house catches on fire, the fire department is not going to come put it out. Yeah. Uh, when you call nine one one, they're not going to help you. It's up to you and your big powerful gun. And when you uh, when you call your insurance when you call your insurance company and say my house burnt down, can you pay me for a new one, please? They go, I'm yeah. sorry, we have you down as on record as saying you don't want handouts, so we're not going to give you anything. Yeah, so we're not going to give you handouts. Um, <laughs> if uh, if you're sick, you don't get to go to the hospital. Yeah. Unless you're paying in cash only. Actually, not even cash. We, we prefer gold nuggets, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to drive on our roads since, you know, it's taxpayers' dollars that paid for them. That's technically a handout, like you say. Um, you know, you don't get to use water that's coming from the city or the state. You, yeah. you have to dig your own well. Oh, by the way, your trash, you're going to have to burn that yourself. You, mm-hmm. you can't have curbside pickup. Yeah. Um, the And that's the problem with what people think they think their self-worth comes from work and that's sad. Yeah. That that isn't where your self-worth should come from. Not only that, but the very fact that a lot of people, particularly at the low levels of society, work their asses off and get very little reward for it because they're paid poorly. They get poor benefits. Yeah. And uh, it's a virtually impossible trap to get out of. Yep. You know, and the, and the other thing I one I've never understood with that argument is that, is that, when when people talk about handouts from the government, I guarantee you that most people pay more in taxes than they ever get in what any form of relief or benefit from sure. the government. Yeah, that is that is the case. So it's not a handout; it's your money you gave them, and they're giving some of you back because you need it. Yep. Uh, and don't get me wrong; I'm not anti-capitalism here, but unfettered capitalism is not a good thing. No, um, low we, low regulation is really yes. poor because, as we're finding out, when when you're faced with a a communal health problem or the ability to make money, in this situation, people are going. We'd rather make money than deal with the communal health problem. The problem right. is without regulation. That's what every company always decides to do because they'd rather make money rather yeah. than spend money on welfare rights for their workers. All right, and that, yeah. that's that's why I think we have a very screwed up system. And I know there's people listening to that going, "Oh, you don't get it." And the, the unfettered free markets—that's how wealth is built. And yeah, for the very top that already has it. Yeah, that's right. It, I, the thing is, if you don't agree, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, but explain to us how to change the system to make it work better for people. What you can't agree with is that the system that we have today—I'm not just talking about the U.S. It's not. It's, these sort of problems yeah. exist here this in the U.K. as well. Life. Yeah, it's everywhere, right? Um, and don't get me started on the third world countries and all of that. But the thing is, if, if right. this, if 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 you can't agree that the system as it is is fair and balanced and works for everyone at the moment, so rather than argue about whether it does or not, because it clearly doesn't, let's talk about what we can do to change it right oh you guys are communists no we don't want a ruling party that you get in communism oh, that's God. not what we're talking and, about and, either and, you know what i've, I've just been it's a straw man yeah i've been i've been i've been watching um that chernobyl tv series this week yeah, yeah. and obviously it, a lot of things in there are exaggerated for dramatic effect but you can't argue the fact that that shows you what was wrong with communism as it was back then is that again it was the same problem as we have now only a different type it was a group of people at the top who worried about the party and their position and the way things looked rather than the reality of what was facing them and they spent a lot of time apportioning blame and trying to ignore the problem rather than actually deal with the problem yeah uh, it's not like we do that nowadays oh wait (laughs) exactly Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually quite instructive watching that show when we're in the middle of this uh, virus ed- epidemic and you're seeing that um, a lot of the attitudes are very much the same. Yeah, they're doing the same stuff now that yeah. they did there. Um, assigning blame, looking at the previous administration going, they gave us broken tests. Uh, they <laughs> This disease didn't exist then. How How is the test? There was no testing for no, this. No, That's don't. what I mean. They weren't prepared. You don't understand. It's the Chinese's fault for creating the virus in the first place. You yeah, know? and it was uh, set set free in a lab, and it accidentally got away from them in the U.S. because it was a Harvard professor. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some people should be marched out to Tiananmen Square. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> All 
right, man. Let's All wrap right. this up. Um, I'm going to go pull this iMac apart, stick a hard drive in it, see what happens. And uh, I'm not holding out hope. I think, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, David. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, uh, yep. we'll watch for the Good news. Next week. I, th- I think we need, no, I think we need a news briefing in 24 hours. Give us an update on what's going on. Yeah, 24 hours I'll be selling cars. <laughs> selling cars to pay for an iMac. See you then. Bye. Yes.